Hi, I'm Elle Crawford Marsden. This is Heart to Heart, a podcast about life, love, loss and everything in between. It's a mix of storytelling and conversations with some kick-ass human beings, all with the hope that you may pick up a life gem or two to help you navigate this earth life. So join me to be entertained, enlightened and authentically guided to a more resilient life. Hi there and welcome to Heart to Heart the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me and popping me into your ears. I certainly appreciate all of your time and investing in yourself and hopefully you'll come away with some thought-provoking ideas and something that might make you broaden your awareness, expand your awareness and level up in your life so that you can live calmly and more peacefully. Now last week I spoke about the anatomy of the mind and today I'm going to talk and sort of add on to that, build on to that by talking about the mindset flow. And so as you know I talk about thoughts, feelings and actions but this time I'm going to reverse it. I'm going to talk about your actions, your behaviours and what thinking contributes to that and what thinking contributes to the feeling and therefore the behaviours. And I've selected a, around four examples of how you might be behaving and what thinking and feeling contributes to that behavior so that you can have some real life examples and it might just resonate with something that you're doing in your life. So let's get on to it. The first thing that I'm going to be talking about is people pleasing and having weak boundaries. So I think we've all done that in our lives where we have said yes to things when we really wanted to say no and we have done things for people where we really didn't have the time, energy or desire to and we've done it anyway for fear of you know what they would think, rejection, all of those types of feelings plus lots of conditioning thrown in there as well. So I'm going to go through that sort of flow from thinking, feeling and behaving as a people pleaser with weak boundaries. So the thinking that can contribute to weak boundaries and people pleasing is the need to put others first. Now this could be something that has been conditioned into you your whole life that if you act in your own best interests and you do something that serves yourself that it is self-serving and selfish and self-absorbed. Now I don't know about you but when I was growing up the saying self-serving or serving yourself was not a very positive thing whereas now with self-care and the absolute knowledge that looking after yourself first before you look after others is paramount to mental health that is sort of changing but I know from my point of view being self-serving was looked as a negative thing so that may be something that you have experienced as well. Other thinkings that can contribute to this are feeling not good enough so not putting yourself first. Uh, the fear of rejection, the fear of what people will think of you, what the other person or people will think of you, that you don't deserve to be put first, that you, your needs do not deserve to be looked after first and that you don't feel enough. So those thoughts can be flowing around in your mind and that is what what encourages you or what motivates you to actually do the people pleasing because the thing is that when you do that when you are in people pleasing mode 
you're actually looking to feel better about yourself from their reactions or from their response. And so it sort of becomes a bit of a cycle. When we go from thinking and into feeling, the feeling parts, you know, that follow one from those thinking processes are that you feel unworthy of yourself, that you may not feel like you matter, not feel like you're important, not feel like you're a priority and and your emotional posture would be weak and you would just be feeling not worthy altogether. And that's an awful place to be. All of these things are quite cyclical. So when you think of something and then it makes you feel and then that just exacerbates the thinking and that becomes cyclical. And when you're feeling something and then you behave in that way and then that makes you feel more in that way and then that's cyclical. So it's a real flow from thinking, feeling and actions. And that's why I talk about thinking being the foundation, being the boss of your thoughts. So then after the feeling, it becomes the behavior and the behavior in this case is people pleasing, having weak boundaries, saying yes when you want to say no, inconveniencing yourself to help others. And I'm not talking about in a disaster situation where where you are helping others. I'm just talking about an everyday sense that, you know, just the things that we do that we might not feel aligned to but we do them anyway to help these other people or to help ourselves even though I said that we're helping other people what we're actually doing is helping ourselves we're trying to help ourselves by trying to make ourselves feel better by helping others but if your cup is empty you're not going to feel great and what that does is it actually promotes feeling anger and you may feel manipulated and once you're feeling that anger and manipulation it just becomes a cycle where you then your thoughts come back to not deserving and not feeling good enough and then you feel unworthy again and then you continue to people please. So that was the first behavior that I was giving an example of is people pleasing. The second one I was going to talk about is looking for external validation. So always looking outside of you. So that might be ringing a friend. If you have an idea, I'm going to ring a friend. I used to do this all the time. I would have an idea for something. And instead of just trusting my intuition and, you know, taking myself internally and really thinking about whether that would serve me or whether it's congruent with my vision or congruent with my heart, I would ring a friend and ask her what she thought. And then often the response would not be positive and then it would just throw me into this spin. Well, I thought it was a great idea. And then, oh, it just brings all this other shit up. So this external validation is massive. And especially in our times of social media, when we are scrolling sometimes mindlessly through our social media feeds, seeing all these photos that are photoshopped or filtered. And the people that are exhibiting those are wanting your validation. They're wanting you to stop and like them and you can then get caught up with that as well and then get caught up into that comparison so external validation is massive it all comes from a low sense of self-value and the thinking around that can be having negative self-talk just like talking down to yourself and not respecting you yourself as a person and as an individual feeling the, the thinking and the feeling around not being enough and then also comparison is massive is that low sense of self-value and lacking of that confidence and low sense of self-acceptance and self-love and that's where that all comes from you know your thinking feeds that low self-love and low self-acceptance and it brings back to more thinking so it's just like this cycle you think a certain way which makes you feel it and then that just exacerbates the thinking and then that all just comes through to your behavior where we're looking for our self-worth outside of ourselves, and that is never going to happen it all comes from within so 
that was the next behavior that I was I wanted to share with you. The next one I'm talking about is having social anxiety or feeling housebound. And this has been such a theme over this year because we've all been into forced, you know, lockdown, especially our some of our neighbors in Australia. But it is a real thing for people outside of COVID where they are feeling like they they can't leave the house. And so the thinking around this behavior is catastrophizing the really big what ifs and and then telling sort of really negative stories to yourself about what could happen. All these massive what ifs that you are playing around in your mind and none of them are true. You know, they're just huge lies that your mind is telling yourself in order to keep you where you are. And it's a really debilitating thinking process. You know, it can really paralyze you. And then the feelings around that is that feeling so anxious and not being able to make order of your thoughts and feeling very worried and feeling, you know, quite paralyzed by fear and feeling so fearful of stepping outside of your own door into your own environment. It's such a difficult thing to deal with because that that just causes that cycle to go around again so being housebound and having social anxiety and not wanting to leave the home and you know checking making sure that everything's right so that you're not giving yourself bad juju all that sort of stuff comes from thinking from from your what-if thoughts your negative storytelling and your catastrophizing Another behavior that I've actually dealt with in my life quite a lot is overeating and then weight gain. So um, emotional eating, I'm eating because I'm upset or bored or feelings of lack of worth, all of those things have played into that behavior of overeating. And what are the thinkings? Well, the thinkings around that is that I'm an all or nothing person. So this is a really personal example because I can speak to this from, you know, years of experience. So the things that I have thought about in this case are that I'm an all or nothing person. I've labeled myself all or nothing. So I'm either a, a really good um you know, master of my eating or I let it all go and eat whatever I like. So um, that feeds into that. The feeling of if I do fall off the wagon and eat something, then just to let it all go. It's a really old saying, but um, some of you might might relate to this and it's called throwing the baby out with the bathwater, which is a very old saying. But what it means is that when you when you err from your your path and instead of just getting back on your path and keep going you actually just let everything go drop everything and give up and give in and just let it all happen so from from this example with the behavior with the eating so i might be you know at us in a social occasion and i have a piece of cheese and i go well bugger it i've stuffed it up now i might as well just eat what i like and then start again tomorrow that type of um, thinking uh, thinkings of guilt so feeling guilty about eating something or feeling guilty about something else that i want to feed like, like feed myself so that it's comforting um, that's another thought process. Shooting on myself, I should be this weight or I should look like that. And that sort of feeds into that feeling of, of shame. But that's all around my thinking. That's, you know, that's how I think is how I behave. So these are all these thinking labels that we put on ourselves that aren't necessarily true. They're just something that we've made up. 
So the feeling around these thoughts are feeling out of control and feeling really shameful of yourself because, or myself in this situation, um, because I have given in and given into my thinking and then overeating. And then, and during the overeating, I might feel comforted because I've eaten something that is comforting. But after the shame and the out of control and the, and the negativeness that I'm feeling and the feeling of Oh my goodness me, I can't even describe, put a word to how that feels, but just that so angry and frustrated at myself for allowing that to happen again. And I have a bit of a running joke with a friend of mine, and we would talk about the Last Supper. <laughs> and now, this doesn't happen as much anymore because I'm really concentrating on using my thinking to control this overeating that is my behavior so this is my behavior but previously my friend and I we would joke about having the last supper and that would be when you could eat whatever you like because the next day you were going to go on the diet and now I haven't had just one last supper I would have had a hundred last suppers where I've just gone well this is great tomorrow I'm going on a diet so I am tonight I'm going to treat myself and eat whatever I like and that is something that has been evident through my life where I've had very, very, very many last suppers. Yes, yeah, so the feeling around that has been out of control and also feeling shame and that all this funnels into this overeating. And then, of course, the result of overeating is weight gain. And then you're just back to the beginning again where you just go, well, I've, I'm overweight. Well, what can I do about it? No, I can't do anything. And you just give in and give up. I'm an all or nothing person. I either eat everything or I eat 1,200 calories a day. And all of it's about deprivation. I can't stick on the 1,200 a day. So let's bug let's just be the all person and eat what I like and of course then that just cycles through again where the thinking feeds the feeling and feeds the behavior and it all just becomes this massive cycle that flows around and around and around so today I wanted to give you some really real life examples of the behavior that you may be experiencing the thinking and the feeling that contributes to that and how that just cycles through in this flow of thinking, feeling and acting and how that once you learn how to be the boss of your thoughts, then you can get it at the first step. Now, I'm not saying this is going to be easy and every time that you have a thought that puts you into this cycle of behavior that you can change that but it is a practice and it will take time. But once you know that you are the boss of your thoughts, that you are the one that can change those thinking and you can reject any thought or idea that comes in, then that's going to start this process of changing your conditioning and then changing your feelings and then changing your behavior. Changing your behavior without changing your thinking is not going to work. You repeat all those behaviors and the reason that that happens is because you haven't actually looked at the source of that behavior which is your thinking and today is actually international podcast today which is very great timing as I release this podcast to you all and I'm going to be walking you through some more of these examples I think it's really helpful when you have an example that is happening in real life so it's not just a theory this is what's happening in real life and this is what leads up and contributes to that and I think that can be really helpful so thank you very much for listening I just wanted to give you a quick please help me and if you could review the podcast I would love that because it just means that it can reach more ears and more people that can get this information and maybe implement it into their lives to help them. Also, if you have any friends that might 
be interested in listening to Heart to Heart podcast, please share it with them too. I know podcasts aren't for everyone, but it is a massive market and there are so many podcasts out there and I'm very, very grateful and thankful that you have chosen mine to listen to as part of your podcast suite. And I hope that you will continue to listen and get some great information from the knowledge and experience that I am sharing. And next week, I'm going to be in sunny Darwin Uh, with my stepkids and my family having a little break. So I'm actually not going to release a podcast next week. I am going to promote an old podcast to you because I think it's important to revisit the information that I shared. You know, there's been 26 episodes now. So the information that I've shared previously is still really valid. And if you haven't had a chance to look back on that and have a listen, then this is your opportunity. So I'm going to choose a juicy podcast from my first six months of podcasting and release that for you guys or promote that so that you can uh, listen to something that is old and that can be new again. Have the most amazing week. Please, 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 if there's anything I can tell you to help you live a calm and peaceful life is to manage your thoughts, be the boss of your thoughts and just really fill your cup. It's your cup that is most important because you cannot give out to others if your cup is empty. So be the boss of your thoughts and fill your cup. Have a brilliant week and I will talk to you again next week. Lots of love from my big smushy heart to yours and I'll see you then. Bye. Bye.